Assalamu alaikum, family. Peace, healing, and light. And welcome back to another episode of Healing with Angelica's podcast, where we discuss all things healing. And if you are new to the show, welcome, beautiful souls. On today's episode, I have an amazing guest joining me today, Dr. Patrice Muhammad, as we will be discussing today's topic the silent killer. Dr. Patrice, welcome and thank you so much for joining me. How are you? Thank you so much. Uh, I'm doing well. Thank Allah, God, and thank you for having me, uh, Sister Angelica. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. All praise is due to Allah. I'm so glad to be able to have you on my show today to talk about this well-needed topic. Uh, now, before we get started, um, do you mind just letting our audience know just a little bit more about you? Oh, sure. Um, I am... Um, a board certified physician associate and a doctor of integrative medicine of um, 29 years. And um, I've practiced medicine in several fields of uh, disciplines, but the most, um, I guess the most important over the last 29 years is me learning how to heal naturally Mm. uh, through Um, natural healing modalities um, that return us back to nature. And so that is what I have been doing for, uh, I would say, probably that same 29 years, but Mm -hmm. more so on a daily consistent basis when I opened my own practice in 2019. Mm -hmm. So from that time until now, I have truly been focused on um, that rather than more of the um, prescript, well, the practice of medicine on mm-hmm. the allopathic uh, track or path. Oh, wow. I love that. All praises are due to a lot. Um, I definitely put more information um, in regarding my guest today in the description um, for this show. So if you guys want to know more about her, um, definitely look into the description. So thank you for that, Miss Patrice. Um, now um, let's get started on today's topic, the silent killer. And please, 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 for my audience today, please do not hesitate to put any questions you may have for my guest, Dr. Patrice Muhammad in the comment box below. So today's topic is called the silent killer. However, what is the silent killer that I am referring to? That silent killer is called stress. Now we know that stress can wreck your emotional well-being, but chronic stress works quietly behind the scenes to wreak havoc on your physical health too. Prolonged exposure to sources of stress can quite literally make you sick and the effects on your body can be life-threatening if left undressed. Now, that brings me to my first question for you, Dr. Patrice. What are some ways that stress can be defined as the silent killer? Um, Well, I'd also like to uh, mention that I covered stress and the effects of toxic chronic stress on the body in my um, broadcast, How to Save Lives, on the Closing the Gap broadcast. Yes, ma'am. Uh, And I will go through um, stress. I'll go through the chronic stress that is really the great mimicker uh, of 
many chronic medical conditions um, and it manifests itself, stress or chronic stress as uh, a heart attack or what's called a myocardial infarction, MI, that's the, um, the medical term, cerebrovascular accident, which is a stroke, mm. diabetes, mellitus, coronary artery disease, autoimmune diseases, uh, such as lupus and rheumatoid arthritis and Hashimoto's thyroiditis and many other autoimmune conditions, it can manifest itself in infertility, mm. male or female. And even the big one that I'll be discussing next week, cancer. So mm. those are the ways um, and we say silent and I, I see that you've listed it as a silent, a mm. silent killer. And in the medical community, they call high blood pressure the silent killer. Mm, yes. But I think um, stress far outweighs um, that uh, a hypertension as being the silent killer. Mm. Because as you just saw, stress gives rise to all of those conditions I just named. And hypertension, high blood pressure is in that group. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. That so. is that is a lot. And, you know, with you breaking up those names, um, in a sense, I would immediately put it to a source of, like you said, diabetes and um, heart attacks and stroke. Um, I would think of it as it being it caused by food or the things that you're eating um but in a way as you're um saying it um stress can induce it can do you believe that um when some of these um different ways that um stress can be can come about could that also just be just stress of the mind and not food at all that can cause these um, stressors to happen? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Food is a foundational basis. That's a that's that's just automatically pre-existing that diet can give rise to a multitude of physiologic problems and psychological problems. Mm. However, there are times when, and this has been studied and witnessed, where a person has gone through a stressful situation and it had become so overwhelming that they had a heart attack or they had a stroke. And some of these um, conditions are catastrophic events. A heart attack, which they call a massive heart attack or a massive stroke that causes death, Mm. like immediate death. So it's extremely important to know that having having an overburdened mind can cause or precipitate a major life-threatening event, a catastrophic Mm. event in the moment. Mm. Mm, Thank you so much for that. Um, Now, 
everyone has their own perspective of what stress is. And I think that is also why we cannot recognize when stress um, has entered into us because we all have our different, pers- uh, different perspective of what stress is. Now, can you define what stress is in your own words? Well, yes, I can define in my own words, but I'd rather give mm-hmm. two definitions of it. Yes. And the first is the formal definition of stress. Okay, the formal definition of stress. And that is a state of worry or mental tension caused by a difficult situation. And stress is a natural human response that prompts us to address a challenge or a threat in our lives. Mm-hmm. Now, the second definition, unfortunately, I don't have the exact words and I apologize that I was not able to locate the video um, of the minister, of the mm-hmm. Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan when he stated to us um, at for the Ministry of Health at yes. one of our annual, uh, we had an annual medical conference. We're, we're talking in the late 90s, actually. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, in the late <laughs> 90s. He was the guest speaker at our, uh, at our, at our dinner. And, and his um, definition of stress, and I'm paraphrasing again, I've been trying to find that for, for the longest, But he defines stress as um, when we are not functioning in the manner in which we were created, that causes stress. Mm. So if you're not functioning in the manner in which you're created, meaning we don't find our purpose or we're not submitting, then that in and of itself will lead to stress. And if you continue and proceed along that path, then now you have uh, a a psychological problem with stress. Hmm. And I also want to mention that the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan on his 90th birth anniversary, uh, what he shared with the world, he stated, and I was trying to find that, he stated, and it's on it's on Facebook because we had several people um, showing it and viewing it and posting it and reposting. I just could not find it with the time constraints that I have. But he said, "I'm not stressed." He sat back. He was sitting back. He said, <laughs> "Yes, I'm not stressed." So why isn't he stressed? Mm. We need to, as he as he does, direct us and advises us. Follow my example. Why isn't he stressed? Because he's functioning within the realm of which he was created. Mm. So he, he said, I'm not stressed. I'm mm-hmm. sure, of course, there are other reasons why he isn't. But I know that is a root reason because he gave that as a reason to not be stressed. Yes. is when you're functioning within the purpose that you were created. Mm-mm-mm. I bear witness to that. Like, <laughs> and a lot of us are not, unfortunately, um, functioning in our nature. Um, 
and just with me coming into Islam, I completely seen a shift um, in my stress level and the things I give my time to. So that is definitely, definitely something important. So I thank you so much for that, Dr. Patrice. Um, now, yes. um, I see here that we uh, have a question here. We have Arnita Davis. She said, would you put unaddressed trauma as a silent killer under stress as well? Absolutely, absolutely. And uh, one of the questions that uh, our illustrious host had submitted addresses this. And yes. that question, if I may. That's fine. That question states, is it possible that unhealthy stress has been embedded in us since childbirth and has now been a part of our growth development as adults? Mm. So unaddressed traumas um, may have occurred young. I'm, I'm going to put it there, although it doesn't have to be. Mm -hmm. But unaddressed traumas cause an imprint on the mind. And that trauma is a par has a paralyzing effect. Mm -hmm. And if you, it, it says silent killer, yes, because if it's unaddressed, it continues to fester and grow and cause the body to go through physiologic changes and problems. Mm -hmm. So now the problem that's unaddressed and continues to be unaddressed is eating away. It's eating away at you as it grows and grows and grows and you get re-stimulated. So mm -hmm. that one time that you had that unaddressed trauma, now something else in your environment as time goes on reminds you you're not making a mental note of it but everything that you do and say is being recorded yes in our in our being and it's called the uh, analytical mind per yes. se okay so it's addressed it's recorded there so when that's recorded there are other circumstances and situations that occur that reminds you of that trauma in your environment as you move through life. And so it again, it it knocks, it knocks on the door of that trauma again and it adds to and it builds on the um, on the um, I guess I want to say the horrible effect. Mm -hmm. Okay, it builds on the horrible effect that tra that, that trauma has. So it's an additive effect. It enhances the problem. So eventually, yes, now we're looking at stress in the form of all those conditions. Now we have a, physiologic, a physiological connection to that stress. So now you wonder why the blood pressure is going up. You wonder why you can't control the sugar. You wonder why you're getting um, an autoimmune disease, meaning your body auto means self. So it's attacking itself. It's attacking mm. its own immunity. These things are happening. And uh, I'll give an example. Um, I talked to a person um, 
you know, I, I often consult with people. And then she said she, you know, she didn't think she had any stress. She said, oh, maybe I do. But I mean, now who, <laughs> who, who alive doesn't think that they, you know, have something yeah, <laughs> kind of wearing on them a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yes, some of us may be less affected by it because if you're doing some of the things that I'm going to go into to help with the coping mechanisms of stress, then okay, maybe you don't. But in further conversation, th- that's not the case. So, but the blood pressure is high. The blood pressure is high. So you can't have high blood pressure and say you don't have some chronic measure of stress that's affecting you Mm. because high blood pressure is not in a person who is balanced not in a person who's uh who doesn't have chronic um chronic uh, chronic stressor Mm -hmm. and unaddressed trauma you you don't have high blood pressure so I, i i'll just say that um when you have an unaddressed trauma as um, Ms. Davis is asking about, that is a silent killer because it's, it's, um, it's wearing away at the inner, the inner peace that your body is supposed to have, your body and mind is supposed to have. Mm-hmm. And, and, and we'll go through a few of um, the ways that you can address on a, on a, so that we can address unaddressed traumas. Yes, yes, definitely, definitely. Thank you so much for that. And I'm so glad that it tied into the question that I um, yeah. have for you as well. So all praises are due to a lot. And just real quick, you know, um, are, I'm not for sure. Have you have you done Dianetics? I'm pretty sure you have. I'm, I'm an auditor. Auditor, I'm a Dianetic also? auditor. Yes, yes, yes. Praise be to a lot. OMG, when I say that not un- not addressing past traumas is really critical. I can bear Absolutely. witness to it only because, and I'm going to say this real quick. I talked about this in my previous um, episodes before. Um, back in 2016, I had lost a child. Mm-hmm. And... Um, as well years went by i never addressed the situation never addressed it i i you know i i didn't deal with it correctly didn't go to counseling then i just i just kept it in prior years later end up having another child and with me not addressing the pain that i went through in my previous pregnancy after losing a child i went through so much anxiety and fear and and uh, depression just within that pregnancy because I was so scared something was going to happen and that the the last pregnancy that I had so the fear that I was going through throughout that pregnancy with my son now was based off trauma that I didn't even address from me losing a child prior and it ended up turning into I want to say a lot of that turned into me having a thyroid condition Mm -hmm. after having my son so I ended up connecting with Dr. Um, Akila Muhammad. Um, and I, like, I, like I stated before um, in previous shows, I went ahead and I took the route of how to eat to live and uh, also looked into Dianetics. 
talking about that trauma and when i say dianetics was so helpful for me to be able to release that incident that had happened in the past so i definitely definitely truly would say getting those issues resolved and worked on is very very important so i'm so glad you brought that up i'll praise this to lot and i am looking into being an auditor too i just love dianetics so yes Yes. (laughs) praise me to a lot yes 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 so um my next question is is all stress bad stress and is it okay to have some stress all stress is not bad stress and yes it is okay to have some stress especially uh and again i covered this on a previous broadcast of mine and stress can be a um it helps to boost brain power Mm -hmm. it helps to increase immunity in the short term in the short term it helps to motivate you to succeed you know that's very important and it can make you more resilient so in the previous broadcast i talked about um, the stress of um, having a promotion you know but not getting that promotion until you prove yourself um, proficient enough to take on the promotion Mm -hmm. and so if you have to present something to your um to the upper management for your promotion and and you know that you're you know that you're just you're you're a shoe in for the mm-hmm. promotion <laughs> however you have to make a presentation so that causes you in the short term to you know that motivates you that increases your brain power it makes you more resilient so yes when you have that type of stress the stress of getting Mary, the stress of graduation, you know, those major life events that produce good results, but that's still, it's still a little stressful to prepare for those events, although they're good events. So yes, there is some stress that comes with, um, uh, again, those things I just named, boosting brain power, increasing immunity, making you more resilient, all of those mm-hmm. things, that's that's the that's the good side of having stress. And if you didn't have something to help motivate you to push you, then you know that that wouldn't make us productive. We wouldn't be seeking to improve ourselves. Yes. That little stress causes us to improve, want to improve, mm-hmm. to do what's to do what we need to do in order to improve and to succeed and to have some major of success, some some measure of success. So yes, not all stress is bad. Yes, yes, yes. I love the operation due to a lot. Honestly, every time I get on a show and do a podcast, I have a little bit of stress yes. all the time, a little bit of nervousness because I'm like, I hope I don't mess up. Who's looking at me? Yeah. <laughs> so right. yes, operation is due to a lot. And typically, and we're about to get um, to the COVID mechanisms of stress. Um, most of the time I try to, calm myself down yes. <laughs> just to uh, be able to get my get myself together so Absolutely. yes praise be to a lot yes and if you all are enjoying this episode just as well as I am 
please show your support by donating today to Cash App Dollar Signs Healing with Angelica to help sustain future episodes just like this. I would also like to leave more information to donate on the screen below. I love you all. Now let's get back to today's well-needed topic, The Silent Killer with Dr. Patrice Muhammad. So my next question is, um, yeah, do you mind sharing some coping mechanisms that one can use to balance stress? Yes. And due to our time constraints, mm-hmm. I do want to offer um, those coping mechanisms, okay. uh, those therapeutic mechanisms. But I want to also um, cause, um, give the information for them to go to a previous, the last broadcast that I did, it goes into quite some detail. So I'll start with the number one, the number one stress relieving mechanism that I recommend is meditation, which includes prayer. Mm. Because prayer is a form or the most powerful form, I should say, of meditation. Meditation, prayer, number one, number one, number one. Okay. Color therapy. I went into color therapy called chromotherapy. And that's a that's a form of therapy that uses color and light to treat certain mental and physical conditions. It's very effective. And oh, and I before I go any further, I want to make sure that I um that I share Reiki because yes. at at my um, at the last broadcast, uh, one of the viewers who obviously was very well informed and in tune with natural healing mm-hmm. mechanisms, and so he was kind of sharing a little bit throughout the broadcast. So I said, okay, he's aware of <laughs> you know holistic alternative. Uh, therapies. And so I want to make sure that I list that Reiki. And um, some people may not know, you know, what Reiki is. And sometimes I give a, um, I give a, like a little homework assignment. And, but Reiki deals with energy. It deals with healing energy. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so I want people to kind of seek out something, kind of get the brain used to uh, discovery of new things that can be beneficial and life-saving. Yes. So, uh, so I want to share that Reiki. Yes, I love Reiki, uh-huh. so yes. <laughs> oh, okay, well, very good, yes, very yes, good. Yes, yes, I, I love Reiki. It's beautiful, beautiful tool, beautiful technique. It's definitely good to manage stress. It is, yes. absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Yes, ma'am. Acupuncture, acupressure, you know, they help with stress. Um, acoustic wave therapy because most people have heard of acupuncture um, and acupressure but um, I was sharing on the broadcast some of the uh, uncommon um, initially thought of ways to relieve stress which are more effective than some of the allopathic recommendations of stress Okay, Mm -hmm. so uh, acoustic wave therapy and acoustic wave therapy, that's a mechanical stimulation that encourages natural healing processes in the body through sound waves. So the sound wave, they inspire natural free, um, uh, natural safe reactions within the tissues. 
that helps to return the tissue to its optimal and homeostatic state. So sound waves can do that. Music therapy, and that's of course a therapeutic approach that uses the naturally mood lifting therapies of music to help people improve their mental and overall well-being. And I gave an example of a song. Just uh, think of a song that when you hear it, oh my goodness, it brings you back mm-hmm. to a place. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, I remember that. And, and so you're in, you know, you're in tune with it and it lifts yes. your mood for that, for that moment. Well, what, what if you use that as an actual therapy to bring stress down? Sat for 15 minutes and had a playlist of all of the music that helps to inspire good feelings, Mm. good mood, improved mood. Very effective, very effective. Okay, and so we have, uh, and there's a difference between sound uh, therapy and acoustic wave therapy. Mm. And uh, I put that in the, in the, in the video or in the uh, information that I have on the broadcast. Yes, ma'am. Okay. So um, next would be, uh, and with the sound and acoustic wave, a crystal bowl. So I want people to be aware of that. And um, that's part of that sound therapy, the crystal bowls. Are you familiar with the crystal bowls? No, I'm not. Now I want to. Okay. All right. So so that's something. uh, And it's very simple. These are simple, easy, um, stress relieving techniques. Guided imagery. Now that is, that is what I wanted to share with your, uh, with Ms. Davis, who asked about the um, unaddressed trauma. So guided imagery, first of all, I would recommend Dianetics. That's, that's first and foremost, because yes. that's, it's so, unfortunately, um, Scientology or Dianetics is demonized. But of course, we're used to that because we know what they do with Islam. Mm-hmm. So that, that, that's, you know, that's not of any consequence to us. And the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan recommended that. He doesn't recommend anything on a superficial level. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there's something to that. And so when you, you are talking about unaddressed trauma, Dianetics is number one. Yes. Uh, on my, no, 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 I'm sorry. I got to go to two. Number one is prayer to God. Ooh. Number one is prayer. Number one is prayer. Lead at it. No, yes. that, that's number one. And then the technology of Dianetics is extremely helpful and effective. So I I don't, I want to make sure that I impress upon that point. And within Dianetics, um, there's what I would say after Dianetics is guided imagery because Dianetics, it actually causes a person to uh, go back and recant um, the circumstances of a trauma, of of a um, a situation of pain and guided imagery takes you back. It's a relaxation technique and it works on the premise that the mind and body are connected, which they are. And you actually will go back and you will go back and you will visualize. It, It takes you to a visualization 
of a circumstance or situation, as well as it causes you to visualize um, proper functioning cells from an, from an abnormally functioning cell. So it, it has um, purposes that can change physiology as well as psychology, okay? So very, very important there, guided imagery, and that, that's very big with cancer. I'll be speaking about that more as I go into the broadcast on cancer, but guided imagery, very important for yes. trauma, mm-hmm. very important to, to, have a, um, uh, to have a reflection or introspection of things. Uh, aromatherapy. Aromatherapy is the use of aromatic plant extracts or essential oils to reduce stress and tension. So, you know, you have a smell good, you know, you put a little smell good in a, in a diffuser and uh, especially lavender and the citrus smells and, you know, those things, oh my goodness, it it (laughs) helps tremendously to alleviate stress, a stressful day. Um, Very important. And uh, some of those are eucalyptus, the citrus oils, peppermint and rose oil, lavender, as I mentioned. So very good. Okay, yoga therapy. Most of most people know about yoga. <laughs> yoga is extremely stress relieving. Very important. Extremely stress relieving. Massage therapy is very good. There, there are ten major benefits of massage, and number one on the list is it reduces stress. Mm. Number one on the list. Yes. Okay. And then having proper, uh, I'll go into the physiologic a little bit, and that's the calcium-magnesium balance because the calcium-magnesium balance is needed for proper functioning of of the heart, brain, kidneys, and helps to develop and maintain, of course, strong bones and teeth. But when you're stressed, that diminishes the absorption of both calcium and magnesium. And magnesium is needed to help absorb uh, calcium. Okay, so if you're if you're stressed, then those are two macro minerals, major minerals that are needed um, that go imbalanced when you're stressed. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. So so that's very important. And then I'll just share a few of the uh, traditional stress relievers through exercise because exercise is a form of stress, is a stress relieving technique to do ex- to have exercise because with exercise, you release the, um, uh, you release the good endorphins, the well-being endorphins mm-hmm. from the brain. Okay. And so of course, those are walking, jogging, running, weight training, aerobics, Zumba, Pilates, and etc. Okay. So those are just those are just some, of course, not all. That list is not comprehensive, as I, you know, as I've said it even in the previous broadcast. The list is not comprehensive, yes. but you have a very, very good start. And if you were to do half of those, oh my goodness, you would be a more well-rounded, stress-free person. Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh my gosh! I like I say, I can bear witness to that meditation, um, aromatherapy, exercising. Um, Reiki, um, it's so many different things that you list as coping mechanisms. Um, I love it so much. Our praises do too a lot. Um, now 
I see we have a question on here. I know we only have probably like 15 more minutes. Um, I'm going to let my guests, not my guests, my audience go ahead and to go ahead and get their questions in. Mm -hmm. And I also have another question that also is also ties into um, coping mechanisms. So mm -hmm. I have a uh, audience. I said audience. <laughs> uh, Salima I Salima. I hope I said that right. Excuse me. Yes, ma'am. Dear sister, how effective do you think Dianetics would be on someone who suffer from schizoaffective or schizophrenia, taking them back to the incident of tr of the trauma is already what they do? Okay. Uh, I believe Dianetics could be potentially very effective. Yes. Because Dianetics teaches you not only to uh, for the auditing. There is a there are other processes um, that can be done, or processing techniques that can be done outside of running what they call running an engram. Hmm. And so there is an ARC um, affinity, reality, and communication. Those, those aspects are very important also to help unburden the mind. So a person with schizoaffective and schizophrenia, there is an imbalance there. Now that imbalance came from somewhere. Where was the trauma? Mm -hmm. There was an overwhelming aspect in their life that caused them to become mentally imbalanced. Well, if we could along the way is not a quick fix but along the way if we can have consistent um, processing that person can absolutely help overcome schizoaffective or schizophrenia because that person is really said to be in somebody else's valence mm -hmm. they're actually um, that may be that may be a a source of that person's schizoaffective or schizophrenia. They may mm -hmm. be in somebody else's valence, which is a parent who was schizophrenic or had some mental imbalance and they live with the parent. And so that due to what they, they have something called aberrant contagion of aberration. Um, so now aberration of contagion. So you actually develop the aberration because you're in close proximity, close environment to the person who has that issue. So mm. again, a parent, uh, a, a sister, a brother, someone that you're in close proximity with. Okay, that's that's very important. So it's contagion of aberration. Oh, wow, that's a beautiful answer. Thank you so much for that, Dr. Patrice. Our praises be to a lot. Praises be to a lot. Yes, ma'am. Um, so due to um, time, I will get to um, I'll get to my last question here. Now, what advice can you give to a person who has tried to use healthy, well, all healthy coping mechanisms, but is still dealing with chronic stress? Okay. Well, there's something that's still left, mm. and sometimes you may need guidance from someone yes you should try to do 
some of these more simple coping mechanisms on your own. However, each aspect or each mechanism that I gave can actually become a little bit more detailed. We can go further into that. And there is a practitioner who actually can perform all of those things I just named. I just rather direct people to try some of the simple mechanisms on their own, because if they become diligent and do those things, they may actually be very successful in lowering the, lowering the blood pressure, mm-hmm. lowering the blood sugar, and helping to um, maintain you know, a sense of health and well-being on their own. However, all of those aspects that I named an actual practitioner can take you more deeply into those um, coping, those coping mechanisms or stress relieving techniques. So I would recommend the person to seek out someone who is knowledgeable as a practitioner to actually take them further into it because all of those uh, techniques that I named, they definitely are effective, have been well studied, well tried among people. So it's effective. So that person may just need another aspect of things. And they may also need the physiologic component. I just talked about just two things, just two, the calcium magnesium. What about other deficiencies that they have? So they may actually have another physiologic component that we need to address that will help alleviate the stress. Mm, wow, all praise are due to a lot. Thank you so much for that question, for that answer. Um, because yes, I, I, I know that we everyone is not the same, you know. Everyone we all deal with stress, but it all depends on how each one of us deal with it, um, on our own. How do yes. we, um, respond to different stress in our life? Mm-hmm. Um, so if none of those, um, coping me- mechanisms isn't working I, I I'm pretty sure they'll work <laughs> some of them will <laughs> however if not always seek more guidance yes um therapy uh, Dianetics there we go yes. right there that, yes like I said our first is prayer you know your connection to source Allah God um connect back with God and um mm-hmm. look into um counseling um, Dianetics auditing. Mm-hmm. So yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Thank you um, so much, Dr. Patrice, for joining me today you. to discuss this well-needed topic, the silent killer. I would also like to thank my amazing, my amazing audience and healing tribe for joining us today. I pray this episode was informative and valuable and healing to you all. Also, be sure to share, like, follow and subscribe so you don't miss out on any upcoming episodes on any of your favorite podcast station closing the gap broadcast network on facebook and youtube oh yeah on facebook and youtube and healing with angelica's podcast on facebook and youtube to help get the message out to those in need of healing and also, if you are ready to start your healing journey, I am offering a 90-minute consultation call that includes a copy of my ebook, Heal Yourself for Free. More information will be in today's show notes, including information for today's amazing guest, my beloved sister, Dr. Patrice Muhammad. Also, she has now joined 
the Closing the Gap Broadcast Network. So all praises due to a lot. I'm so glad to have my sister on with me. Um, now, I don't know if you're on every Thursday, but do you mind um, giving us sure. more information of sure. your broadcast? Because she has a broadcast now, so y'all want to sure. know more. Sure. Yes. It's, uh, <laughs> sure, thank you. It's every first and third Thursday of the okay. month. I'm working my way to being a weekly broadcast like you, Sister Angelica. <laughs> uh, my my um, my schedule didn't permit me to make the change uh, as quickly as I wanted to make the change um, because I was offered this opportunity. Like <laughs> I was like, wow. Yes. So when the opportunity came, when opportunity knocks, you take it. So yes, this was a wonderful opportunity. And so I did the best I could. So anyway, it's every first and third Thursday at 6 p.m. Central Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Yes, yes, yes. Our praises are due to a lot. Um, she also, like uh, she stated earlier, um, a lot of, she goes into more details about what we're discussing on um, her previous episodes that she had. I think you have two right now. Yes, yes. I three. Well, yeah. I have two of my own, right? And the initial one was mm-hmm. um, also I, I would uh, have people to view because it went into a lot of the background and okay. uh, I think it'll lay a really good base. And that was April the 29th. Okay. Okay. Great. Great. All praises be to a lot. So yes, 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 yes. Check her out on Closing the Gap Broadcast Network. If you guys want to get more information just on this topic, The Silent Killer, and we are centering around stress. Mm -hmm. So yes, yes. Dr. Patrice, before we end today's show, do you have any closing remarks for our audience today? The only closing remarks that I have is continue to seek information and knowledge and act upon the information and knowledge that you seek because it doesn't benefit you to gain the information and knowledge and you don't put it to practice you don't put Mm. it to use and I think that's where we kind of fall short we we get so much information but what's the importance of gathering information and you don't use it especially for the benefit of yourself your family your community and your nation Absolutely. Wow. All praises due to a lot. And it's funny you just said that I actually just listened to a lecture by um, Dr. Ava Muhammad and um, she spoke about us, you know, we getting, she said, we're getting, I'm not saying it's verbatim, but she said, we're getting the teachings, but we're not learning it. We're not putting it into play, you know, so it's definitely, definitely important You know, we can acquire all the knowledge and and listen, but what are we doing to actually put in, put it into play and put it into work so it can be effective um, on us. So our praises are due to a lot. Thank you again, Dr. Patrice Muhammad for joining me. Thank you so much for my amazing audience and healing tribe for joining us today. And we'll leave you all as we came. As-salamu alaykum. Peace, healing, and light. Alaykum salam.